brought to you by the WZIP sports team. This is Sports Power Talk Overtime. Featuring in-depth interviews. Someone brings a video up and was like, hey, look at this. And we all kind of watch it. And to be honest with you, we all just kind of like chuckled and, and just <laughs> thought nothing of it. Exclusive original content. They do need Austin. Every Theory. brand needs Austin. That's no. why SmackDown won. That's why SmackDown won. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. they got Austin Theory. And of course, the hottest takes. Kings Celtics. Okay. If we see Kings Sixers, I'll sell my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you heard it here first. Mitch Bates is going to sell his dog. So get ready because it's time for SPT Overtime. Sports Power Talk is in overtime, and this Saturday, October 7th, in the Gainbridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana, is the return of Fast Lane. You know, the, the greatest pay-per-view, the, the, I might even say the C pay-per-view, is, it's not exactly a hype one, but no. you know what, we're here for it. We're here for it. We're back. We're back, Alex. We're back. We're here. Are we better than ever? Are we back and better than ever? I don't know if we're back and better than ever. I also don't know if we're back in black, like ACDC. True. We're just kind of back, you know? True. (laughs) Uh, As always, I am your host, Logan Buchanan, being joined by the Gunther to my Tommaso Ciampa, Mr. Alex Henry. Alex, how are we doing today? I'm good, bro. I'm excited to uh, talk wrestling. Talk some wrestling? Mm-hmm. Well, before we get into uh, our raw reactions, SmackDown predictions, and Fastlane predictions, we have some breaking news that we haven't been able to talk about yet uh, because we have been on a hiatus. So starting us off with CM Punk and the Jack Perry drama, how do you feel about the whole situation? If you're, if you're not familiar with it, uh, Jack Perry in his little thing with CM Punk wanted to use real glass. Punk said no. And then at All In, Jack Perry made a reference to CM Punk using real glass. And then there was a huge brawl in the back that, you know, there's a million different sides to who started it, who finished it, what happened. But uh, CM Punk ended up getting suspended and fired from AEW and Jack Perry is suspended. We haven't heard any news about him getting released. What's your full takeaway? How do you feel about the whole situation, Alex? Yeah. You know, at first I was honestly on Jack Perry's side because of, punk's reputation Mm -hmm. and even you know after hearing from my understanding what is the come to be you know what two months later a month later like the full story i still agreed with jack perry um the more and more i think about it though and the more and more i hear actual like wrestlers talk about it Mm -hmm. i realize how much punk was kind of in the right like this is a from like hearing, because I'm nobody, I'm just a yeah. fan, so it's so easy for me to just say, and I'm not an analyst. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm always a fan on these podcasts, but as a fan, it's so easy. Who's never done any of this? It's easy to say, "Why is he such a problem in the locker room?" But then you realize, like you listen to these guys, and this is just how wrestling is. Yeah. And it, there's a lot more that even goes into this, and you don't ever disrespect your locker room veterans i mean this is just something that nobody ever disrespected the undertaker yeah (laughs) never disrespected your locker room veterans michaels austin yeah and that's just something now that i guess doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and honestly i would probably guess that jack perry started it i mean from everything you know he started it so the the big thing is i 100 agreed with cm punk saying not to use real glass because real glass is it's dangerous. It can get it's it's unpredictable. That's the biggest thing with actual glass. Mm. Whereas the glass they use, the breakaway, the plexiglass, it's um easy to control and be safe while using it. If Punk was the one to start the fight, I think he's in the wrong. I think there's better ways of managing that than just a straight up fight. But if it's Jack Perry, one hundred percent you're in the wrong. Uh, the biggest question, though, is do you think he should get fired like Punk did? Um, well, yeah, I don't think either of them should get fired, honestly. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Punk did get fired, you should fire uh, Jack Perry as well. But, yeah. like, Tony Khan, he just – I don't think he really knows what he's doing, which is fine. It's like becoming a parent and yeah. when people have, like, the expectation where, like, you have to be a good parent. And it's like, yeah. well, this is their first time ever being a parent. Yeah. Whereas, like, for Triple H, it's like – 
he's been around forever. So when he took over, it was so easy for him. My my only issue with that argument for Tony is it's been going on for four years now. Sure. When when are you going to start cracking down and fully? Yeah, there's no control in this locker room. Yeah, it's it's scary to look at because you never know what could happen, what's going to happen. Uh, and going on to what you never know what's going to happen. True. We have two people who this week have jumped ship. Jade Cargill, former TBS champion, longest reigning, longest undefeated streak in AEW. Jade Cargill is coming to the WWE. She's already been at the Performance Center. She's already been touted about last night on raw they had an entire little segment just talking about her wwe is putting the rocket on her lighting it and seeing how far she can go mm-hmm. how do you how do you feel because i know we're a little iffy on jade for the past few years mm-hmm. um how do you feel i believe that wwe saved a talent mm-hmm. because i mean the female division in AEW, in like the nicest way i can put it is awful yeah um so there's obviously a lot of like potential with these these women, and uh, WWE saved her because I really think she has a lot of potential to be like the star mm-hmm. in uh, I, WWE. I kind of want her to go to NXT because I saw a post that originally she was touted to go to NXT, but with the Raw thing, she might just go straight to main roster. Um, if she goes from AEW to NXT, she's leaving the worst wrestling women's division and joining the best wrestling women's division with the highest care and highest storylines. Yeah. I, I'm very excited to see where she goes because towards the end of her AEW career, I was actually starting to turn from a straight up hater to a supporter of Jade's. I thought she was getting better uh, and less green and her character work was getting better. Mm -hmm. So hopefully under the WWE lights, she can succeed and not flounder. Yeah. Also, she's so athletic and so many, um, like, AEW female wrestlers they're so bad like they they botch so many spots they don't <coughs> their jacks. matches are boring true <laughs> but in WWE I mean these um these women's matches are almost like always impressive mm-hmm. uh so I think we'll see more of that come out of her absolutely and the final person to jump ship in what was probably the biggest shocker of last week Edge Adam Copeland, the rated R superstar, is officially all elite. He came out uh, after Christian Cage's match against Darby Allen, and we thought we were getting a reunion with the ENC, but Edge turned his back, stayed face, saved Darby and Sting. What's your reaction to what many touted as a WWE lifer jumping ship? I don't know yet, Logan. I think it's hype. Like I was hype in the moment, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I I think it's good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's something he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like he's got money. He didn't do this because like he wants money. Yeah. Per se, um, you know, no older wrestler going to AEW obviously cares about their health. Uh, <laughs> so you know, it's not like he's worried about something like that. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a joke, by the way, also, Although, if you're listening, but it's also kind of not a yeah. joke. Like, but, so just take it how you want to <laughs> take that. Um, well, so, but as like a WWE fan yeah. that like has a hard time liking AEW, which like, I, there's like right now, AEW is a better product than WWE is mm-hmm. if you ask me. Um, but it's hard for me to like AEW. And one of those things is it's just, they bring in like flash mm-hmm. WWE talent and then Edge being the superstar that he is, mm-hmm. I do think it really does kind of taint his legacy in a sense, but it shouldn't. See, I don't. I think it shouldn't. My biggest problem, me. My biggest problem with all the haters, haters is when Edge returned in 2020 and said, I want to finish my career on my terms. I want to do it by my terms. I want to have these matches with these guys, do all this stuff. Everyone was in full support. Am I wrong? Everyone yeah. everyone wanted him to finish his story in his way. Well, Edge wants to go over and fight some guys that he hasn't been able to fight yet. He's never been able to fight Samoa Joe. He wants to fight Christian. Again, he wants to share the ring with Christian. He probably wants to share the rings with the Hardys. He wants to share the ring with guys like 
Darby Allen, MJF, people he's never even had the opportunity to face before. And just because he's in a different company, people are upset. And then there's another argument that people say, well, he lied about not getting contract opportunities. Yeah, he also lied about not being in the 2020 Royal Rumble. It's a surprise. It's supposed to be that way. Edge wants to finish his career with the matches and with the stuff that he wants to do. And if he wants to do that, fine by me. And I'm the biggest Edge fan. Like, he is my all-time favorite wrestler. And the fact that I get to see him in more matches that I'm not able to see a whole lot. Because WWE weren't using him. He was in that match with Sheamus. And then what was his last match? Mania with Finn? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a how long month stint. Whereas Tony Khan and, and Adam said and on the uh, media scrum that he's full time. He's going to be here week in and week out. So that means they have stuff for yeah, him. Yeah, they probably paid him a lot of money. So well, that so. too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, WWE. I get to see more of him. And if that's the case, I'm 100 in full support of it. I asked my mom after it happened what this would equate to back in the eight, uh, the WWE WCW days of jumping ship. And she equated edge jumping to a ha- uh, a hall and Nash situation. It's that high caliber. Yeah. I would even, I agree with pretty much everything you said. And I would even add to what you said on top of wanting to wrestle new talent. Uh, the one thing about AEW, which makes it so good and so bad mm-hmm. is that the wrestlers have uh, pretty much all creative control. Mm-hmm. So and it's a lot. It's not a PG show. So they he, Edge will have the opportunity to do what he did early in his career, and even when he came back to WWE, um, towards the end, it seemed like he wanted to have more of a darker, sinister yeah. kind of character. But he he couldn't have it fully. But he did everything he could with what he had. Now I don't know what character he will play, but he can just be he well, could be rated R. He, yes, yes, he can. That's so, that's a good point. But the Judgment Day was. Edge's idea. It was his creative idea that he went to the writers and said, let me do this, and now look at the Judgment Day. Right. I'm just saying, I think more Edge, more matches, more creativity, more stories is not a bad thing. But just because he's on a different company, all of a sudden, it's the worst thing in the world. I hate that. I absolutely despise wrestling fans who have this huge divide. If you're not on WWE, you're instantly bad. Or if you're not on AEW, you're instantly bad. Like, no, just like wrestling. Just watch it. Mm -hmm. It Well, I guess I will say one more thing about the tainted legacy thing. And this is just yet to be drawn out. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I don't wish any um, shame. But, you know, it could be bad. Mm -hmm. And then it it does hurt the legacy. And we've seen it a lot in AEW. Not even in AEW, you know. Rick Flair used to be somebody that was oh, yeah. considered one of the greatest, and now it's like not because he retired 12 different times yeah. in 13 companies you've never heard of. And it's the same for a lot of these guys that were, I mean, a lot of people who mm-hmm. were great. And then they went and like finished their career somewhere else, and it was now we just don't look at them the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does hurt, he does risk hurting that because I, I can't genuinely really name right now. Somebody who jumped ship like Edge, who is as big as Edge, that has their legacies been like. I could name two. Uh, from WWE to AEW. Chris Jericho and Christian Cage. Christian Cage is doing some of the best work true. this no, year. That's true. And but Chris even... Jericho, throughout the entirety of AEW and New Japan, has been peak. Now, I won't say peak Jericho, but close to peak Jericho. I agree with Jericho. I kind of disagree with Christian, though, because Christian did it with TNA before he had to even do it with AEW. I mean, he was great in in uh, Impact yes, he was. as well. So, I mean, he was great everywhere. So. Yeah. The, but, uh, yeah, Jericho, true. Um, I'd also say, to a lesser extent, John Moxley. Mm, I don't look at Moxley the same. Really? Yeah, and I despise his AEW character. Interesting. Yeah, I don't well, like it at all. Well, we're not talking about AEW. His GCW character, on okay. the other hand, <laughs> very good. Yeah. Which, by the way, he lost to Nick Gage. In case That's you're crazy. Wondering, so, yeah. You'll have to tell me about that later. Yeah. But this isn't an AEW podcast or a GCW podcast. This is a WWE Fastlane podcast. True. And we have to talk about what happened last night. The uh, Raw started. It was supposed to be Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax, but there was a huge brawl with Nia and Shayna fighting down to the ring, and then all of a sudden Raquel Rodriguez comes out, and I was like, "Oh, 
cool. Not a huge fan of Raquel, but, you know, whatever. And then Mommy came out. Rhea Ripley returns. And so all four of the women in this huge brawl, uh, Mommy clears ring. Everyone goes to the back besides her, and she calls out the Judgment Day and says, we, we need to talk. This, mm-hmm. What is going on here? Of course, Dominic Mysterio lost his North American title uh, at No Mercy. And No Mercy was amazing, by the way. I don't know if you saw it, but great stellar show. Mm. Um, she basically tells Priest, like, what have you been doing? I leave for two weeks, and all of a sudden, the Judgment Day is the laughing stock of the show. Right. How do you – do you think this is – the beginning of the fall for Judgment Day? Oh, uh, the beginning started much, much before Ooh, this, Logan. Talk to me, talk to um, me. First off, I want to say I love that Raw didn't start with a mic segment. Yeah. I mean, it did, but, but it didn't. It, it, did. started, yeah, it yeah. started with what was supposed to be a match yeah. and a brawl, then no mic. Because Raw, I, mean, I can't name a Raw that <laughs> hasn't started with a mic segment in a while. I, I'm sure I'm missing one, but uh, I, I can't think of mm. one. I think um, ours did, the one that we went to, but it's hard to say because no, they had main event. No, ours started with a mic segment. Who was it? Finn Balor. Came out on the mic, got attacked by... No, Seth came out and Finn or attacked Seth him, attacked but Seth didn't him. say anything, remember? Because he got attacked, so technically, there no, wasn't a was, mic segment. That, I, counted, I counted as a mic segment. If you come out to talk at the start of Raw, it's a mic segment. But, um, no, I like it. I think it's good. I think, I love that uh, Rhea Ripley's like the leader of the judgment day which like she kind of has mm-hmm. been um anyway but like she's actually like admitting that role yeah. to an extent because i think that creates a little bit of a divide now mm-hmm. whereas before it was like we're all equal and then mm. there's dominic <laughs> now, <laughs> now it's like hey you know she's she's the one kind of taking control right well now. i want to talk to you about this because we haven't been able to talk uh since this guy has started finagling with the judgment day oh my jd mcgunna how do you feel? I don't like it at all. What? I remember. What? You love it? I love JD. Uh, you know I love JD. I don't like it at all. Why? Boring. Boring. Bad on the mic. Oh. But I'll tell you, though, it does work for mm. what it's actually supposed to mm-hmm. do, though. It does work. It does. So I'm not going to say like, it ruins the storyline. Not a fan, though. I, I love JD. I think he's amazing in the ring. I like his character oh, work. No, his character work, wing work, double thumbs down. Oh, I disagree. Oh. Send him back to NXT. We can't, we can't already start back disagreeing. To, back to NXT. We haven't even gotten to a match yet. Go to AEW. Go to AEW and oh, let your career man. die. <sighs> well, after <laughs> that, we had the Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis with Maxine facing off against Imperium, Giovanni Vinci, and Ludwig Kaiser. Which we saw this match. No, we didn't. We no, saw, we didn't. We saw Vikings. Yeah, we saw Viking Raiders. Come on. But we Come have on, seen man. this match. Yeah. I mean, we um, <laughs> uh, with Imperium picking up the win. I'm not a fan of how Chad Gable had a singles run. And now is instantly back into tag action. Mm-hmm. I really wish we would have moved on. I love the Alpha Academy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But they don't need to be in tag matches to be successful. And what a great singles run, oh. by the way. Like, short-lived, sure. But it was great. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, how do you, what do you, why do you think Imperium picked up this win? Um... That's a good question because honestly, I don't think they should have won. Mm-hmm. So why did they win? I th- I don't think they should have won either because for me it seems like they're trying to separate Giovanni Vinci from Ludwig Kaiser and Gunther over the past few weeks. Yeah, I've seen that. But now Imperium picks up a win. Whereas if you wanted to separate them, why not have Alpha Academy win with Vinci taking the pin? I think that would have been more effective. I don't want to see Imperium split up, but if that's what you're trying to do, you're not succeeding. Yeah. Well, not only that, which I agree with you, but, like, also, like, how many losses are we going to see the Alpha Alpha Academy take until, like, we view them just this week? Yeah. And, like, they're just going to – they're in there every week to Mm -hmm. lose, and then live shows they win, and then that's it. Yeah. Which we don't see live shows. I'm not a huge fan of Imperium picking up this win, but it leads us into Mm. the final match, the main event. I know you're hyped to talk about this. The Intercontinental Championship match. The ring, Genegal, Gunther versus Tommaso Ciampa. 
and what a match it was. But my poor heart, my black heart, mm. Gunther retained, continuing his legendary, record-breaking, longest-reigning Intercontinental Championship run. But there's one even bigger part that we have to talk about, and that is the return of one Johnny Gargano. Hype. Johnny Gargano came out after the match while uh, Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig Kaiser were beating on Tommaso Ciampa to save his DIY brethren. And I need to go on a little rant for a second. All right, go ahead. Because you know how big of a fan I was of NXT. Mm -hmm. I think I know what you're going to say, but let me hear it. I've been waiting years, actual physical years, to see Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano share a ring and especially share a ring as partners and they they get all together they get to the opposite ends of the ring and they're about to hit their famous diy finisher and then usa just cuts it to a commercial and then to a new show mm. so i've been waiting years alex for this reunion not what i thought you were gonna say but good and all that hype and then they do not show the ending yeah now i have to go look on youtube because they might have put it up as an exclusive or whatnot but i when i tell you i had like a throw pillow in my hand ready to launch at my tv oh i was so mad yeah what do you think i was gonna say i thought you were gonna say you didn't want to see them tag team i thought you were gonna say you wanted to see instant rival oh see i want them to rival but i also want to i would just want them in the same ring okay i love I love Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Um, and I'm actually really upset that the Gunther Ciampa match didn't happen at Fastlane because I 100% think that match could have replaced three out of the five matches on the show. And imagine if the return was at Fastlane. That would have been way cooler. Yeah. I. <sighs> yeah, because what are they? Yeah. You're right. And the other WWE thing. WWE hire this man. Yeah, exactly. Put me in the writer's chair. <laughs> um, the other takeaway from this match is when Chad Gable couldn't win the IC title, my first thought was, okay, maybe it's going to be a guy like Champa. And then Champa started feuding. I'm like, oh, great. Champa's going to win the IC title and defeat Gunther. And now he doesn't. Who is beating Gunther? It's got to be somebody soon because, you know, if we're trying. See, and here's the thing with WWE fans we do it all the time. Mm hmm. Is we like, we just tell ourselves that our fantasy bookings are what's gonna mm -hmm. happen. So like everybody's already convinced themselves that he'll lose the IC title and then go win the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. At least like in terms of the internet, maybe that's not the plan. Yeah, because that's where my head's starting to go. Because it's like what you just said. If not these guys, I still would like Chad Gable to try to come back and get it. I think it'd be so. Cool. And I think it would build the storyline. Like if he still gets like you know, another shot at it, and it's like he's the underdog wrestler, you know, Kurt Angle, broken neck type deal. Mm -hmm. um, I think that'd be really cool. Um, but besides that, I because mean, there's no new person that's going to win. That's it. the problem. Yeah, there's no new person. Now Carmelo Dolph Hayes. Dolph Ziggler. Wait. He, rest he in got peace. Released. He didn't die. He just got released. <laughs> he didn't. Best IC champion of all time, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I don't know about that one, bub, but. Well, we'll talk about that after the show because that one that one's interesting take. Um, no, you're right. There's no one new, and the only new person I can see would be Carmelo Hayes if he comes up from NXT. But even then, I don't. I like don't... It. Okay, he's got to be pushed so much before he can beat Gunther. Yeah, that's that's another like thing. Like him beating Gu like you would think who's ever beating Gunther is getting the push, which is true. It, it is. But Whoever... they need. They already need momentum. Something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like, literally Chad Gable. Like, he's the perfect example. Yeah. He's been ha – he has this little tiny push, and then now he needs to get the pushover. Yeah, and my my biggest thing is the the only two people that people are talking about right now to beat Gunther is Sheamus, which we've already seen that story. Ooh. I'm not behind the Sheamus train anymore that I was. Same. Or Drew McIntyre. Boo. But we just saw that at SummerSlam. And they're both like, are they both heels? Yeah. Question mark? I, yeah, Drew's kind of like iffy right now. I don't know what they're doing with him. 
he's a heel now, I guess. Is he a heel now? I don't is that, know. Well, it's not confirmed. It's not confirmed? No. You haven't, you haven't texted him about it? No, it's not confirmed. You know, since you guys are best friends, since you met him at a SmackDown. And... True. We didn't eat. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't let me know yet. But if he brings back Broken Dreams. That'd be fire. That'd be hype. That'd be fire. Uh, yeah, I 100% think this match should have been on the Fastlane pay-per-view and put, like, Priest, Finn versus Cody and Jay on raw since that's always the main event anyways <laughs> which by the way this is probably the first main event in how long that hasn't featured judgment day or Sami Zayn, ko and cody rhodes it would have been the last time it would have been when gunther uh faced jack gable yeah wasn't that a main event uh, was it a main event yeah i think it was but, but that, that was, was still, still like a month ago a month ago yeah so <laughs> and then before and that, then before that <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah no tag team uh that was crazy well, moving on from Raw, we have just a little bit of SmackDown predictions. It was uh, said on Raw that Judgment Day and Cody Rhodes will be on SmackDown. Why? Don't ask. I don't know. Why? Like, I'm sick of the brand split because there isn't one. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I, well, we grew up in an era where there was not a brand split. Like, they did do drafts and then it didn't matter. But, like, see, I disagree. Oh, really? Because I remember vividly there being SmackDown guys and Raw guys, and the only mixture would have been, like, jobbers. Yes. I Well, no, I agree that there were certain guys that wrestled, but it wasn't like a there was a brand. Like, it wasn't, mm. or it wasn't like we were here. Yeah. Like, we are SmackDown. It was like, it was like, no, these are SmackDown guys, these are Raw guys, but it wasn't like they were drafted there. Yeah. Because it, yeah, it just looks like a broken thing which it has since the first week i would say the the first week yeah so so yeah i don't know i mean good judgment day cody rhodes on what's gonna happen let's go yeah i don't know uh and then the only other thing slated for smackdown this week is dragon lee versus austin theory any thoughts on this match um well Besides the fact that I don't care, <laughs> <laughs> um, it could um, it could be a good match just because Austin Theory's ring work has been getting. Oh, are you an Austin Theory fan, absolute, Alex? Uh, are you not. an Austin Theory fan? No, 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 no. Why not? But I will say because U.S. champ of all time, he already had like the good like crazy cells, which mm-hmm. I love. Uh, but now he's starting to like put emotion behind them mm-hmm. because that's and let me just like rant on AEW a little bit too. It's like. There are guys that can sell so good, but like when they like made their rules of like we you can't do these things to sell. There's still things that you can do to sell, mm-hmm. but now it just seems like they don't even try to do anything. Yeah. Like they just hit a move and now it's like they barely try to sell it whereas before they were doing so much to or, where they're like, "Hey, we got to chill." I was say or there's the problem of, you know, somebody punches somebody in AEW and they're sitting there like, oh, ah, ah, yeah. for like five minutes straight while the other guy's setting up another move or taunting mm-hmm. or doing something. There's but no in-between. Austin Theory, he's funny, and he's very entertaining. And then you, it's very real. How do you like his partnership with Grayson Waller recently? I like it. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. All right, can I stop saying nice things about Austin Theory? No, come on. Keep going. That's it. Anything else? Like, you want to? Nope. You know? Nope. Think he should go after yeah. Roman and win the Universal heavyweight title of the no. universe or whatever it's no. called <laughs> no, 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 you don't no. think so no come on man austin theory 2024 royal rumble winner come on absolutely not what i i jumped the boat you love you love austin theory no come on no i don't, I don't like him. I <laughs> well him. time for the meat and potatoes of today's podcast Let's go. wwe fast lane predictions Predictions starting us off strong with the LWO <laughs> versus Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Is that starting us off strong? Yeah, we got the new and improved Street Business or Hurt Profits or something like that. I have a I have a website up right now, yeah. like just like so I can have the matches in front of me, and it says I don't even know what this website is, but it says should be a solid match. If I cared, <laughs> it's what it says, which I think is kind of funny. But uh, I actually do kind of care a little bit because um, I like um, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, so I want to see what they I do. I like them together. I just – I'm not a fan of the LWO. I thought they were going to split for a second. The even. LWO just doesn't intrigue me anymore. Leave it in the 90s. Yeah, I just – I'm not a fan of 
face Santos Escobar either. Mm. Like his whole thing with Ray. Weird. It's weird. It is. And it's forced. It is. And it's like, it's like, it's so forced because it's like, okay, well, you guys are both the, you know, Hispanic heritage wrestlers, so you have to be friends now. Yeah. And it's like, nah, stop it. Well, knock it off. Who do you think's winning? The. A Latino friend order or <laughs> or the street the street business uh street business you think street business yeah i ho- I really hope so because yeah. um you know I've wanted them to split like the street profits mm-hmm. for a while, and I guess that's kind of what you're talking about uh l w o as well um but if they're not gonna split then the okay basically what I'm saying is. Whoever the losers are, I would want them to split. Okay. So if I had to pick between Street Profits and Bobby Lashley splitting versus LWO, give me LWO. Therefore, chain of effect. Chain of events? True. (laughs) Street Profits win. All right. I also agree that Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits will win. I don't know where they're going to go from here because – well, hey, dude, maybe they could actually be a real tag team that contends for the belt instead of uh, we make up a tag team every month, and they could actually be a legitimate tag team. Yeah. I I can't believe how many tag teams are in WWE just to lose to makeshift tag teams. Yeah, it's actually like, really annoying. Like, look at Raw. We have Alpha Academy, the Viking Raiders, real tag the team. New Day. Real tag team. Real tag team. Um. But the people defending the people going up against the Judgment Day for the undisputed tag team championships this sun this Saturday is Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. Not a real tag team. No, not a real tag team. Like so lame. I don't get it. I so mean, lame. it's it's storyline semi makes sense, but let let your tag teams tag team. That's what they're there for. <laughs> oh, shaking your head over there. I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Well, moving on. Even if they're not good tag, even if they're not good tag, I also just noticed that there is only one one one-on-one match on this card. They are all tag team matches, and then a triple threat. I like tag team wrestling. Hopefully, I I don't get bored. I do too, but they're they're ah well, that's the problem. (laughs) Well, a big thing with AEW haters is they say all they do is multi-man matches. Well, Fastlane. Is everything but one match is multi-man matches. Yeah, but that's so hypocritical, yeah. Logan. Don't you think? Because that's all they do. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what Wrestle Dream was. Yeah, that's the, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. WWE oh, fans we hate are on hating AEW. on AEW, but then they look at this pay-per-view, and it's all multi-man matches. Mm, yeah. Which, like, I just yeah, it's hypocritical, but the other way around than what you were thinking. I was saying. True. Uh, the next match is the undisputed tag team championships with Judgment Day's Damian Priest and Finn Balor facing off against the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes and main event Jay Uso. Who do you have walking away with the undisputed tag team championships? I liked your little thank you your up and down Jay Uso moment. Yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> uh, the Judgment Day, hopefully. Okay. I really, I mean, please be the Judgment Day. Please be the Judgment Day. And Raw kind of scared me with Rhea because it made it seem like they're on a downward spiral, mm-hmm. as we talked about, which, you know, could hint to a loss. Mm-hmm. But I don't hear, – hear me out, Logan. Hear me out. Tell me if I'm crazy. You have before. I have. Is Cody Rose and Jay Uso just so meh? Is it just so meh to you? Yeah, like, even, I, even when Jay returns and I'm hype and I'm like – Let's go, Jay's mm-hmm. back. Even though it was a little sooner than I expected, mm-hmm. don't care. Still was hype, and then he's just like, "Cody Rose and I are best friends now," and I'm like, "Really? Yeah." That's like nothing at all about like your tribal chief or your brother, and it's just now your brother's Cody Rose. Yeah, I my biggest thing is this is so obviously just another feud for Cody until he fights Roman again. True. That is. And, and you know, for the Brock feud, for a second there it felt like that. But towards the end, it was like, oh, this is an actual feud. Oh, it was this so is good. good. It was so good. But now with this whole Judgment Day Jey Uso thing, it's just a stepping stone for Cody Rhodes. Yeah, and then what's next? Who's go- Literally, this is what I think, Logan. Oh, who's going to be Cody's new friend this week? <laughs> That's literally how it feels. Yeah. I mean, even when he was doing the Brock feud, there were times where he, you know, 
like reasons we didn't like it where it was like disengaged yeah so and then he faced dom at a random money in the bank and yeah yeah this is just so obviously something for cody to do and some way to get judgment day on a pay-per-view uh that i'm just not a fan of it and i if damian and finn don't win and cody and jay become the new undisputed tag team champions i will be mind boggled mm. at what direction triple h is going yeah so we're great we're two for two i'll cry two for two let's do you think we do you think we'll ever go an entire pay-per-view agreeing um let's see because i think this would be the one yes i think this would be the one that we agree i could see it and let's make it happen right now yeah let's make it right now right let's now with it. this next match yeah the next tag team match it's the third the one, one in a row I'm, I'm scary about oh that we could oh, switch okay so we'll see well we have jimmy uso and Solo Sikoa representing the Bloodline going up against John Cena and L.A. Knight. Yeah. 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 Who you got winning and why? You ready? I'm ready. I'm asking you next time. You're, you have to give your pick next time before you okay. give mine. But okay. I'll give my pick. John Cena and L.A. Knight. I, oh, no, you disagree. I 100% agree. Okay, good, 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 100% good, 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 agree. Good. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because, well, number one, like, wrestling math, mm-hmm. anytime, like, uh, bloodline members are in a tag team match that doesn't matter, I feel like they lose. Yeah. Not every time. Because, anytime you know, there's, like, it not... has been, like, three years. So there's a few times where they, you know, they well, sneak away with the win. Well, even then, they usually have, like, Roman or yeah. they have the tag titles on the line. So Yeah, but... Yeah, the random ones, yeah. they lose, yep. and they're going to lose. And L.A. Knight is getting oh, pushed. It's so crazy Knight. because yeah. for a while, it really didn't feel like – it felt like they were slow pushing mm-hmm. him, and now it feels like he, he's going to dethrone See, Roman Reigns. Okay. <laughs> I see that as a joke. But also, I mean, at, at the rate that they are pushing him, it literally could be like that. So what I see – It do be like that. It do be like that. What I see happening is – John Cena and LA Knight win or something happens in the match to where Jimmy and Solo win and they start a John Cena LA Knight feud to push LA Knight even further and get him a win over Cena. That'd be cool. It'd be cool. But I also kind of want to see just LA Knight win and then move on to something else. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. And I also... To the same extent, I kind of want to see John Cena go do something else too. Yeah, we well, don't have him Cena's. For... I would say Cena's slated for the rest of the fall. Yeah, so something's happening with him. My fear is that it's going to be this feud. Hopefully not, because mm-hmm. really, what all is that going to do with for LA Knight? Right. Um, and if we if the theory match is anything to go off of, it's not going to do a whole lot. No. <laughs> so honestly, arguably, does worse. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because it was all, and I say that because it seems like it was a waste of time. Yeah. It seems like Theory could have been doing something else. Mm-hmm. He could have been having triple threat matches again. <laughs> I don't know. Those were those triple threat matches were pretty good. They were with Seth and Bobby. Oh yeah, for sure. I agree. I, I wouldn't mind. I just like, you know, but that's literally all it was for so long. Yeah. And then we're like, all right, he's getting a push. I was sad. You were never been happier. <laughs> I just want LA Knight to do something worthwhile, like a U.S. title feud or a Roman Reigns feud rather than another n- – not even nothing feud, but for nothing feud. Yes. So. I agree. But we agreed. That's three. Three for three. Yeah, well, we're going to agree on all of them. Are we? Hopefully I don't jinx it. I I hope not because <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of scared. Well, moving on to the last multi-man match of this Fastlane card. We have the WWE Women's Championship match as Io Sky defends her title against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Io got this match without even wanting it because Bailey just made it right in front of her and kind of put her in a position to lose her title true do you think she loses her title well first off despite nia Jax being in <laughs> professional wrestling the women's division carries wrestling right now mm-hmm. true or false in wwe sorry i would say the women do see the they problem, carry an inner the, like they're all i'm saying is they have and okay minus 
like Judgment Day, which is just like going to be with continuing all, which also forever. Has mommy. Yeah, true. But minus Judgment Day and minus um, like the Bloodline, which mm-hmm. are like just have been continuing for years, mm-hmm. they're the only ones that are like long lasting, entertaining. See, my only thing is with WWE's women division is it's either really really good stories or nothing matches. Mm-hmm. Do you and think it, this is no- a nothing? No, I think this is good, and I'm hoping it leads to something with Bailey and Io. Oh, so who do you have winning? I have Io winning. Yes, sir. Oh, I agree. I okay. agree. I agree. I agree. Okay. I agree. Why? Why do you have? Isn't Io that winning? crazy? You thought I was going to say Charlotte? I did. did I did. You really? I was scared. Come on, it can't be Charlotte. I hope not. It I... Like if I had to rank it, and I am a Charlotte Flair fan. Yeah. But if I had to rank it, it would be Io Sky, Oscar, Charlotte Flair mm-hmm. for like who should win. Um, but yeah, it's gotta be EOS guy and it's gotta be for the storyline. I think because there has to be tension with Bailey and I want to see EO versus Bailey. True. I mean, they've been building it all summer. No more Becky Lynch (laughs) in wrestling. Whoa. What? Yeah. I just despise Becky. I just, why never liked her. Where did this come from? What's your hate for Becky? So bad on the mic. Boring wrestler. What? Her match with Tiffany was amazing. True, because of Tiffany. Oh, you say because of Tiffany? True. I mean, I like Tiffany. I think she's a great wrestler, but I think a large part of that match was also Becky. I, you know, a lot of people will be mad at me for this. Yeah, as I, they I should. Know, I know. <laughs> like my dad, his favorite wrestler is Becky Lynch. Like favorite wrestler, male or female, mm-hmm. Becky Lynch. Don't care. Don't care. Boring. Put me wow. to sleep. But yeah, for the storyline, for sake of storyline, like I was talking about. Storyline's been entertaining. Mm-hmm. Give me EO Sky. And it's so good that Charlotte's there because anytime there's a women's match and then you add Charlotte Flyer to it and make it a triple threat match, mm-hmm. it's awesome every time <laughs> because, like, she's just so good in a triple threat match. So good. True or false, true or false Charlotte Flyer makes the best women's triple threat matches. They're pretty good. I mean, the SummerSlam one with Bianca... And oh Asuka, my gosh. Uh, WrestleManias with, so with good. Becky, Sasha, and then so good. Becky, Ronda. She makes the best. They're pretty good. I, I'll give you that one. Yep. Pretty good. Pretty good. Not well, that she does all the work, but she she makes them good. On the final match, this is the make or break, all right? I will agree. The last man standing match for the World Heavyweight Championship, Seth freaking Rollins, goes up against Shinsuke Nakamura, who do you have walking out of Indiana, world heavyweight champion? First off, exciting match, yes. Boring main event, though, for, like, an entire pay-per-view compared to all the Mm -hmm. other matches, also yes. Who I have winning, Logan, is Seth Rollins. Mm. It's got to be Seth Rollins because, you know— you know I'm a big Shinsuke fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Shinsuke fan. When Shinsuke was there, nobody was cheering at all, and it was me. It, w- it was us. It, it, yeah. we, both of us. I should say both of us. It was like nobody cared, and I was like never Who been happier that? because I had never seen Shinsuke yeah. uh, IRL yeah. until that moment. So that was the first time I ever got to see him. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean <laughs> to do it like that. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. It was good. And I had never gotten to see him, so I was hyped. He's, I think he's one of the best. Um, he is like one of the only reasons I – not that I am a New Japan Pro Wrestling mm-hmm. fan, but like big when, reason. Yeah, I watch the reason I've watched New Japan Pro Wrestling matches was because of Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. You know, came for Shinsuke, stayed for Will Osprey. That's uh, that's <laughs> you know what I mean? That's Fair good enough. one. That's a good one. Fair but enough. um, respect. And they they tried the heel. They mm-hmm. tried the heel. Everybody wanted it. Me, you. I don't know you actually. I'm just guessing. But everybody wanted at least at some point. Give me heel Shinsuke. And, like, there were some cool aspects, like the anime, all this. It was cool. Mm-hmm. It's just not world title worthy mm-hmm. at all. And it's, like, I don't know why. I just – is part of it because Shinsuke was so good in in a promotion where he was able to kind of, like, speak his native well, language? I think, I think that's why, personally, this is – really good has been really good from shinsuke because his promos have been in japanese in japanese yeah for sure but it's just and dude i watch animes that mm-hmm. are that are not even dubbed you i'll know, watch i'll watch subtitles you want to know why i think this is a subpar main event because it's never been the main event of raw it's never true. been the main focus of raw true when when seth was facing finn 
it was the opening and the ending was something to do with Seth and Finn. True. But with Seth and Shinsuke, they haven't been opening the show. They haven't been ending the show. And if you're in the middle of a three-hour-long show, you're not the most important. So now looking at you at the top of a card, am I most intrigued at your match? No. I'm not. I also just I don't hate Shinsuke mm-hmm. as a heel. Mm-hmm. Like I need to hate you because you're the bad guy. Yeah, you know, and I just don't, and it's not like I like him either. It's not like he's like a heel that I like. Mm-hmm. He's just like a bad heel to me. Yeah, but like it's so cool. I like what I'm saying is I don't know why it's not working. Is it not working because it hasn't been pushed? That's a good point. Possibly, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Seth Rollins isn't. The, I've also thought maybe Seth Rollins isn't the person that Shinsuke needs to be a mm-hmm. heel against, mm-hmm. like to to start his heel I run. Agree. That could also be another reason. I don't know what the the pinpoint reason is, but he would make probably a very very boring um, world, world champion. heavyweight champion as a heel. It'd gotcha. probably it'd be pretty boring. So now the next question I have for you, yeah. I also have Seth winning. Okay. So we just ran through. We this. agree. We just ran Let's through Fastlane. <laughs> um, the final question: Do you think Damien cashes in? Ooh, hey, that's the that actually if Shinsuke wins, cashes in on if Damien cashes in on Shinsuke, that would make sense. But ha, uh, well, so we have Judgment Day winning. Yes, earlier. Yes, and it's is that the first match? Uh. It's not the first one that was slated on where I got mine. It's the first one. It's uh, it could be, could be, but I know Triple H likes to build his pay per views as mm-hmm. the like not the least interesting match, but no, no, he no, likes no, it no, to no. build like yeah. like stairs, like yeah, like it would make sense if it was LWO, yeah, and Street Profits. Um, uh, my only, what do you think? Do you think he? Do you I think? don't. I don't either because I see Seth winning this. And then we get Roman Seth at Survivor Series. Fun. That's fun. Yeah. I think that's the move from a box office perspective. And in Roman Reigns' title run, he the only person he has yet to beat is Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember when they faced, Seth won by DQ. He wasn't pinned, wasn't submitted. And throughout their history together, Seth has always beaten Roman Reigns. Always. So I I see it as, one, this either Seth beats Roman, not for the title, but it once again shows that Roman can be, be pinned, making us believe further that Cody can do it. Or Roman beats Seth, leading into, well, Cody was able to beat Seth, Roman's able to beat Seth, now those two can fight. I don't know. I think the Seth-Roman match has to happen at Survivor Series. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, while I agree with everything you said, let me ask you this, too. Like, there has to be something crazy to end this pay-per-view, right? Like, is it a cash-in? Is it? It's like this pay-per-view is so boring. Mm-hmm. And WWE hasn't had a boring pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Even if it, like, That's why I would have liked like, the... Even if it looked boring on, pay-per-view, or on paper, yeah. like this one definitely does, it ended up being a good pay-per-view. That's why I wanted the Gunther-Champa match, because if we had a Gargano return, then at least that something been... happened. What happens? Something has to happen all night. What happens? Uh, nothing? I like, mean, even, I, it would even... have to be the LA Knight turn. On Cena? Even a woman's title change is not crazy to me. No. Like, realistically, does it make sense? Probably not. But am I going to be like, oh, in Charlotte, she's the lowest on my list. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be like, oh, if Charlotte wins? No, I'm going to be know, like. You know what's going to happen? Wow. You know what's not going to happen but would make the ultimate shock? Hmm. John Cena and LA Knight win. They're celebrating. LA Knight leaves the ring, and Randy Orton RKO's John Cena. Dude. And Randy Orton Let's returns. <laughs> hey, if we just keep saying it every time. It has to happen, happen at it'll, some point. We'll be right. Like That would, yeah, that'd make it. That's the only. That'd make it. It's the only thing I can think of, because I don't even think anyone's out. I mean, Jade, Jade. Jade, but the only person she'd be able to attack. Jade pay-per-view push? See, if, if. Rhea's out with the Judgment Day. I don't see Mm-mm. Jade going after her because there's already like five women vowing for her title. 
and I don't see her going after EO because they want to do either EO Bailey or EO Asuka solo matches. Maybe so, she goes after like Charlotte for some weird. That reason. would be cool. So for some weird reason, that's an interesting. Because that's how take. you start. Hey, you got to start a feud somehow. Maybe Charlotte's about to win. Jade, like yeah, scares everybody. and Jade come. Jade just. Ooh, I think he might have predicted it. I could. If there's happen. something to happen on this show, and that would I be think and that would be hype. That would because that's a good storyline. That is. That'd be hype. Ooh, we'll see. Interesting, but I mean. I trust something cool will happen. We trust in we even, trust in Papa H. Dude, I'm like even if Cody and Jay win the the tag titles, mm-hmm. I'm still only gonna be like, oh wow, interesting. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna be shocked. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be more nothing's, confused. Nothing's gonna <laughs> drop your jaw on the ground like. <gasps> yes, true. So that's what I need. Well, Alex, being that we both agreed on everything, can you run through both of our predictions for Fastlane? Yes. Yeah, so we had Seth Rollins retaining the belt in the main event. We had John Cena and LA Knight, the tag team we all knew we wanted a year ago. Imagine that. Imagine us a year ago saying John Cena and LA Knight Crazy. were taking on the bloodline. Crazy. I'd be so confused. I'd be like, LA Knight, who is he? Oh. <laughs> Literally though. Um uh we both have EO Sky retaining mm-hmm. in the triple threat women's championship match. Then we both have Bobby Lashley in the Street Profits in the six-man tag team match versus LWO, even though we really could even care less. Care less. Uh, and then in the tag team championship match between Cody Rose and Jay Uso versus Finn Balor and Damian Priest, we are both taking the Judgment Day. Absolutely. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our dear listeners? Uh, I was, I mean, I know we didn't talk about it and I don't really like need to talk about <laughs> it for a long, but it really did make me sad that Dolph Ziggler was cut yeah. from the roster. He, I think we both really liked him mm-hmm. a lot and we both liked him in the same way and that he was super underrated. Um, and I don't see him, I don't know. I could see him being good in AEW I, if he went, but his character would, he couldn't do his WWE character. It'd have to be something. I, I haven't I, seen yet. I did hear a rumor that his hiatus is going to be short. Okay. And it was just a budget thing for right now. So they'll bring him back. Possibly. I just, it's just, you know, WWE has actually done a decent job at giving these guys that have been around a long time a last kind of shot at mm-hmm. getting something. And for Dolph to be one of these guys that were so, like, always there mm-hmm. to not get that put a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully that's right. I hope so, cause I like I like Dolph Ziggler a lot. Yeah, my mom went to was in a class with him once. That is crazy. Yeah, and whatever happens with Judgment Day and Cody Rose on SmackDown, that'll be interesting. Maybe <laughs> that's like more like I'm more intrigued on what that's going to be than the outcome of any of the matches on Saturday. Okay. Like what I are respect they it. what are they gonna do? I respect it. <laughs> Will they even come out, or is it just gonna be a match? If it's a backstage segment, I. Uh, who knows at this point? Who cares? Who knows? Who cares? I can't even watch it because Spectrum doesn't allow Fox. Lame. So, yeah, we love that. Yeah. We love cable not giving you all the channels that you pay for. True. <laughs> well, anyways, that will do it for this episode of Sports Power Talk Overtime. You aren't going to want to miss this fast lane this Saturday. Once again, as your host, my name is Logan Buchanan, and I was joined today by Alex Henry. Listeners, please enjoy WWE Fast Lane. Yeah.